Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Long pass. Game. with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Alongside John Sears, I'm Keith Murphy, and that about summed it up. You were part of that, just that yeah. reaction. When you see the something raw reaction, yeah. you can't believe you just saw. Incredible. You saw Rutgers hit, the, hit that shot, and you're thinking, ah, well, the luck has run out. Because that thing bounced like three times. Rattled around the rim. You think, eh, there we go. The Hawkeye you know, streak more, is more back. More luck to come on the other Man. end. Still can't even believe the angle of that shot. 515-282-9010 to sound off. The hot topic, another Hawkeye buzzer beater. This time, it's freshman Joe Wieskamp banking in a three from the corner at Rutgers. <laughs> it's just an incredible angle. Hawkeyes are living on the edge, but winning. Iowa fans do you believe in this team? And the Cyclones pick up a huge road win at number 18, Kansas State. <laughs> Iowa State right back in the Big 12 race. Now just a game back of the Wildcats. Cyclone fans, give us your thoughts on this team. Is it a Sweet 16 team, Elite 8? And will Kansas's run in the Big 12 end? Sound off now, 515-282-9010. I'm surprised to hear Marty Terrell is in jail, said no one. Terrell faces federal charges. He allegedly hit for the cycle of fraud, mail, wire, device, and bank. He's accused of swindling people out of $1.5 million. Some of the allegedly duped were rich, many were not. Guys like Chris Shipley, who says his late father, Melvin, never recovered from the embarrassment. Or P.J. Caffrey. P.J. says he won a Big 12 championship prize package from Marty and got stranded without airfare. P.J. did not get over it either. He went to federal court Thursday to see Terrell in handcuffs. More than 20 years ago, Marty Terrell helped bring sports talk to Iowa. The mouth of the Midwest had talent, even if we'd later learn he straight stole his shtick from Mad Dog Russo. Marty had a hit show, even appeared on this show. But over time, we all learned he was yelling, fire, 
in the movie theater. More shock, less jock. Eventually, people tuned out. Marty's shows faded in both buzz and audience, though he'd tell advertisers a different story. Worse, Marty could be cruel. He's the kind of guy who would derisively say on air, a friend's wife was ugly. And then when he'd see that hurt friend, he'd just dismiss it as part of the act. Marty desperately wanted attention, which is why we made a decision to completely ignore him. No matter what he said or did, we treated him like an attention-seeking troll. We didn't even replay Chris Hassel's popular impression, though we will now. Marty Terrell was Billy McFarlane long before Firefest. Otherwise smart, successful people kept giving Marty money, some of them long after they'd heard the rumors and read the court documents. He had the gift of salesmanship. He could sell paper to a tree, and he used that gift to talk people into bad ideas. He'd spot their weaknesses and exploit. Those recent partners should have known better. The scorpion always stings the frog. So if you're watching from Jail Marty, congratulations. You finally made it back on the sound off. You could have just been a blowhard. You didn't have to hurt people too. Mm, amen to that. All right. The basketball season is winding down and it's time to pay homage to the greatest women's player in Iowa history. Megan Gustafson, a player so dominant, her off nights would be considered exceptional for any other player. What Gustafson is doing for Iowa is almost unheard of, but unfortunately needs to be heard. The numbers are staggering. She leads the country in scoring 27 points per game, sixth in rebounding at 13 a game. She's second in the country in field goal percentage, shooting 70%, 70. Gustafson should be the national player of the year, hands down, but my guess is she won't win it because she doesn't play for a name school. A few weeks ago, Jay Billis released his top seven candidates for player of the year. Players from Oregon, Louisville, Baylor, Notre Dame, and two from UConn were on the list. No Gustafson. Now Billis knows his basketball, but he obviously did zero research on these candidates. He cherry picked the best players from five of the top six teams in the country. My daughter could do that. Gustafson leads the country in scoring, playing in the Big Ten against some of the best teams in America. She's double and triple teamed every game. Here's what she's done this year against some high-level teams. 31.17 rebounds against Maryland, 41 and 14 against Michigan State, 32 and 12 against Vivian Stringer and Rutgers, 34 and 13 versus Minnesota, 26 and 10 against Notre Dame, and how about that 44 and 14 game at Drake? She's dominating everyone at an unbelievable clip. All-time scoring leader in the Big Ten. More Player of the Week honors than anyone in conference history. More double-doubles than anyone in the Big Ten. Ever. Period. Even the NCAA women's basketball Twitter site is late to the party. They tweeted this two days ago. Quote, there's a rising star in women's basketball. Her name, Megan Gustafson. Rising star? You mean the Big Ten Player of the Year from a year ago and the most dominant score in college basketball the last two seasons? Newsflash, she's been a star for a long time. Megan Gustafson should be the National Player of the Year. It's time Billis, the NCAA, and all the voters wake up and take notice. Well, now she will be, John. We set the record right there, right? You put get the word the out there. Turn. Hey, let's get to Brett in West Des Moines. Brett uh, has that Wheeze Camp buzzer beater on his mind. Uh, Brett, what did you think? 
Oh man, I just I just loved it. I'm si- I was sitting on the edge of my couch, just uh, I could I couldn't believe it. Uh, I could have swore a Rutgers guy got uh, a finger a finger on that ball, and I thought it was over, but boom, just beautiful. And we're the seeing the ball hit is- buzzer beater here because we have here's the Wieskamp buzzer beater back to back games. Uh, the Hawkeyes living on the edge, as we said earlier, but both times uh, they, they leave their fans jubilant. So that's overall you take that, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. But they got to stop playing down to teams that are that they're better than, you know? Yeah, that's, and, and that's there, there's about so, all I got to say. Yeah, that's the one concern that. I think if you're a Hawkeye fan. Now, you love the wins, you love the buzzer beaters, the reaction, the celebrating, but. Uh, games were against Northwestern and Rutgers, two of the bottom tier teams in the Big Ten. So, yeah, a win is a win, but I think in reality you're thinking, okay, they should handle these teams a little better, and uh, they probably should. Yeah, uh, the frantic comeback against Northwestern, Northwestern down 15 uh, with like you don't four want minutes that. left. And uh, I think Wieskamp would be the first to tell you, I mean, skill to get the shot up, but there's some real luck involved. I still don't even understand how that went in. Yeah. Off, I, the, off the top left-hand corner of the glass banking, from what looks like an angle that's not possible. Yeah, straight from the corner, banking it in. You could not do that if you had 500 shots. More live calls coming up. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny ref judges, Brenda Martin says weather guru and one-time sound off co-host, Ed Wilson, looks like actor Clancy Brown. Tiny ref? Ed just looks so much friendlier, doesn't he? He does, yeah, he's smiling. I mean, Clancy Brown looks like he's going to kill us. Uh, Leslie Frantum nominates Norwalk's Brad Myers as a dead ringer for Rams head coach Sean McVay. Tiny ref? Got the beard, the goatee, the hair. The smile. Everything but the money. Well, I don't know, maybe he's got the money (laughs) too. I don't know. Brad, are you rich? I like that tie. All right, guys, regardless of what happened this weekend, no matter what happens before the end of the season, this has been a great one, a historic one for Iowa's most valuable coach. How could that possibly be bugging Andy? I'll tell you next. Time for another game of knockout. One has to go. Who is out? Hawkeye basketball players. Not all of them, but four of them. Four, 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 four of the legends. greats. These are yeah, four, four greats. Four Hawkeye yep. legends. There are other greats, but these are four. Who's out? Roy Marble, B.J. Armstrong, Andre Woolridge, Ronnie Lester. Ooh. Those are four good players right there. Man, I guess. Look yeah, at so those old school unis, too. Some of our audience probably, some of our Viewers probably don't remember a couple of these guys. They yeah. probably don't remember Marble and Lester. A lot Man. of guys know Armstrong from the NBA. But. March is two weeks away, and the Drake Bulldogs find themselves in a three-way tie for first place. That after being picked ninth. No way that's bugging Andy. No way. For fans of Drake men's basketball, this was a great season. And I say that even though it still has a way to go, and I say that without any concern over what might still happen to the Bulldogs over the final four games and in the conference tournament. No matter what, this team has already won more games than any Drake team since 2008, and it's done so after losing arguably its best player to injury and with a first-year head coach. 
I mean, honestly, Drake fans expected more from their kids' first music recital than they did from Darren DeVries this season. He was new. He had three months to build a roster. We were just happy to have a guy who really wanted the job and was an Iowan and knew the farmer's wave and didn't get all weirded out at the mention of a loose meat sandwich. We expected a tough rebuilding year, but we didn't get one. We got a bonus year, a great year, one that has us truly excited about the future, and that's partially because we can't wait to see what DeVries will do with more talent, and partially because we know that unlike Nico, unlike Kino, Darren isn't going to bolt Drake like he just stole a TV set, right? I mean, we don't need to worry about that with him, right? Probably not. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, you see, that's the problem with being a fan of any team in this state. If you have a good coach and someone else wants him, there's not a whole lot you can do to keep that from happening. Our Bulldog Bowl may seem nice and full right now, but someone can always just bend down and take it away. If it happened with Fred Hoiberg and Greg McDermott at their alma maters, it can happen anywhere, and you know it. If things go too well, you win too much, you make too much noise, huh, your world turns into a quiet place and those aliens are going to hear you and cut that fun real short. Look, I hate to be a downer, and maybe I've got no reason to worry, but just as we're conditioned to the wind chill, we are conditioned to the feeling of being robbed of our good things just as they're turning gray. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Still to come on Sound Off Live, one of our most requested videos gets its first replay in years. Follow us on Twitter, it's at SoundOff13. We ask people if they believe in the Hawks. Scott writes, hell yes, I believe. This team is battle-tested and winning on the road. They've shown grit, hustle, and the never-give-up attitude that we expect from the Hawkeyes. Even when the chips are down and things aren't going perfectly, they stick together and fight. Yes! David writes, watching a Cyclone game in my house is like a reality TV show. My wife loses it on the refs, <laughs> opposing coach being on the court, and our own players. The boys scream at everything. And I'm just riding the roller coaster. That go State. Sounds like I want to go over and watch a game at David's <laughs> house. Uh, who's in your five? Favorite wrestlers. Your favorite wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, not wrestling coaches, or we'd see Tom Brands. But uh, number five, John Meeks, Roosevelt. We had great access to a perfect high school wrestling for his entire career. Four titles, zero losses. Uh, number four, Nick Ackerman of Simpson. Awesome, won a man. national wrestling title without lower legs. Walked on the sound off set in his prosthetic legs. Uh, fun guy, nice guy. Number three, Kale Sanderson, Iowa State. Four titles, zero losses. Crazy. That's staggering. Yeah. Number two, Dan Gable, USA 1972. What Gable did at the 72 Olympics defies belief. Look it up. His total dominance. And at number one, uh, Loudon Swain. His upset of shoot uh, still thrills me to this day, wait, John. Wait, 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 Murph. That's a fictional wrestler. That's a movie. He's real to me, John. Loudon Swain is real to me. Uh, no, let's go to caller line two, Brian, in the great Beaverdale neighborhood. Uh, Brian, what'd you think of this basketball weekend we just had here in Iowa? What a great weekend, Murph. We started off with a great victory, followed up by Iowa State victory, and then the great shots, great shot at the end of the Iowa game. 
20, 20 victories for the Dragon Bulldogs so far this year. We're just real happy here at Beaverdale and hope they have a good year. All right, which of those victories made you the happiest, Brian, in Beaverdale? Well, uh, the Drake victory made me the happiest, but the customers, I think, were happiest with the Iowa victory. <laughs> okay. This is, uh, this but we're always happy here in Beaverdale, Murph. Yeah, I know that. I know. Oh, yeah. what, what were the customers like? What was the reaction when the shot went in? Uh, loud. I thought a fight had broke out, but I, I realized the shot went in. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank you, Brian. Always you good bet. to hear from Brian and Beaverdale, where uh, uh, hopefully it's been plowed through there where we live. We still yeah, haven't said, been plowed. Now, it, we're going on 11 o'clock at night. Do they know? I mean, do you live somewhere where there's no roads? No, there are roads. This isn't back to the future, John. Well, why hasn't your street been plowed? I, it's Des Moines, always, it's get on the, this. The last one we know. There's a, a live look at our street now. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. Pandas, jeez, those pandas are way too happy. A local driver wins at Daytona. That's part of Face Off, plus more live calls at 515-282-9010. We have a line open. Give us a call here and sound off. Another game of uh, knockout. One had to go, and uh, John, this wow. is not close. This is a runaway winner. Andre Woolridge is out 63% of the vote. Yeah, and Charlie Zimmerman tweets stats out of 13. He writes that uh, three of the players had a stronger emotional connection with the fans. He said he'd guess that Roy, BJ, and Ronnie simply have a more lasting resonance with fans than Andre Woolridge. Woolridge transferred in, played three years at Iowa, so he didn't start his career at Iowa. But you want to talk about one of the bigger, biggest robberies in basketball history? Him not winning Big Ten Player of the Year. They gave it to Bobby Jackson that year. It was a terrible decision. I see you're over it. All right. All right. Time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face-off. Drake has 20 wins and is tied for first place in the Valley. Remarkable what Darren DeVries has done in year one. Missouri Valley Coach of the Year locked up. He can still make a run at some National Coach of the Year attention. Have to win the conference title, but Drake has a shot. And let's not forget about Steve Prohm and Fran McCaffrey, both coming off terrible seasons. Iowa State still in the hunt for a Big 12 title. Hawkeyes tied for fifth in the Big 10. Good year for basketball in the state of Iowa. Yeah, Prome has a mix of veterans and freshmen and at least seven guys who think they should start. So Prome's done well. And Iowa started 0-3 in the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. McCaffrey kept the Hawks believing even when some fans had stopped. And suddenly you and I's hot. So, yeah, great season. Love it. Des Moines native and Dowling alum Michael Annette won his first NASCAR Xfinity race on Saturday. At 32 years old, he's put in his time. Cool to see it pay off with the checkered flag. I've known Michael a long time. I didn't realize he was 32, and I'm happy for him. He'd get a kick out of the funniest comment I saw. You're kidding me. Now Dowling's recruiting race car drivers too? <laughs> of course, right? Guys, Dowling recruiting every sport? <laughs> Another state wrestling tournament is in the books. Always a fantastic setting at the well. Crazy action and emotion. I never wrestled, but... I have loads of respect for the sport. Those guys work hard. Nothing else like it. Shout out to all the wrestlers, the Iowa Athletic Association, and Mark Freund, Sam Lozada, and Austin Page, to name a few here at Channel 13. They all worked hard. Awesome. 
Over under, caffeine boost, overrated, energy drinks. I drink way too many of these and I know they are rot gut. I don't drink any of them. Underrated, coffee. Just stick with coffee, Murph. It's actually made from real ingredients. I don't drink coffee either. Isn't the only ingredient coffee bean? Just beans, right? Uh, I think so. Add a little cream. Yes. Oh, boy. Mm hmm Yep. There you go. Uh, yeah, one minute. Okay. He needs He's always coffee. out of breath. He needs coffee. Uh, let's talk to Joe and Bondurant with a thought on Hawks basketball. Joe, go ahead. Joe, my bad. I got to press that. This is this, this 22 years old. Yeah, now Joe's on. Go ahead, Joe. Okay, I just want to say I can't believe that anybody would not be happy with the Iowa Hawkeyes that finished the last two games. Problem is, even a blind child finds an acorn once in a while, and they need to step it up and get in these games because the odds against that continuing is getting slim. Well, it does, yeah, it builds confidence, but yeah. he's right. Yeah, the, the, the luck will run out. Now, now, they would have lost these games last year, no doubt. Good but, point. So they are winning them, uh, and they need to win, but they need to show a little more throughout the entire game. All right, that's going to do it for us. We are back next week, and we hope you are too. We leave you with the sound-off send-off, the long-awaited re-airing of Chris Hassel as Marty Terrell. Oh, welcome to a Mazzotti's Monday. Marty and Miller radio program coming to you live from the direct Saturday TV studios. We'll talk the water sports right up until 7 o'clock. Corey cut along the way. Good afternoon there, Caddy Miller. How are you today? It's fine, Martin. How about that? <laughs> All right, Caddy, uh, let's get to it. Good job out of him. Hey, I got a bone to pick with the Bracken Gold. What? Bracken Gold, the Iowa Hawkeye fans. <laughs> You don't deserve a bowl game the way you sold out your coach and abandoned your team in October. Iowa should turn down that invitation. They don't deserve to go. Well, they just lost three games, Mark. They, I mean, they lost. Kenny, stop it. Knock it off. All right, good job out of him. Let's get to it. How about Iowa State? <laughs> Iowa State is the worst football team in the country. Maybe ever. Oh, Martin, now you're jumping to Kenny. I'll say it. Jamie Pottard is trying to get 12 Division I AA teams to play. My dentist told me Iowa State may play Grandview instead of Iowa next year. And if Grandview won't play, it's West Des Moines Vatty at Vatty Stadium. And you got to buy season tickets to go to the game. Um, you might be jumping to conclusions. Kenny, I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bobby Ryan along the way next to be talking Santa Anita Derby racing, Boston Bruins hockey, two big hot button issues in Central Iowa. 22 after the hour, 6-2 and even adios, back after these. <laughs>